Welcome to Bear Reviews, where we talk business. Hello, everybody. Howdy do, y'all. I'm Sean. I'm Chris. And we're here on Bear Reviews with another Tip Tuesday. Yes, we are. And if you guys haven't been following along, this is going to be part three on options. All right. So if you want to go back, watch the first two parts, and then come back to this episode so you're all caught up. Yeah. All right. Um, and we're going to be doing one last part um, on this option series for next week. Yes, All right. Yeah. So, and that will be on option strategies. But before we get, jump right into our topic for today, I just want to ask you guys to please go go uh, share this episode and podcast with a friend, family member, co-worker, yeah. just anybody. You see a man walking down the street, be like, hey, yeah, check dog. out this podcast. If you're right. sitting in like a diner or something like that, be like, yo, dog. Talk to your neighbor. Yeah. Hey, man, check out this podcast. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. All right. We much, much appreciate it. And I'm just going to give you a big thank you right now. All right. Yeah. Thanks, ahead. So for today's episode, we're going to be talking about the Greeks and what they are, um, basically. And, you know, just each member of the Greeks and go over them basically is all we're going to be talking yeah. about this is, isn't going to be a super long episode but we are going to go through um each of the greeks each of the major greeks and uh yeah so let's get started so what are the greeks greeks is a term used in the options market to describe the different dimensions of risk involved in taking an option position so this basically covers each different variable associated um you know with an options trade and the different aspects of an option trade. Yeah, and each as each variable is associated with a Greek uh, symbol, and that's why they're called the Greeks. All right, and each risk variable is a result of an imperfect assumption or like relationship of the option with another underlying variable. All right, and we'll go into these variables in just a minute. All right, so traders will use these different Greek values to assess the options risks, um, manage your option portfolios, manage your whole portfolio risk as a total um, to really just, you know, reduce the risk. Kinda. Yeah, yeah. You All just right. want to get, you want to know what you're getting into. So, you know, the basics of Greeks. So, uh, these, the Greeks basically include Delta, Theta, Gamma, Vega, and Rho. And there's some other minor Greeks that we're not going to cover in this episode. So each one of these variables has a number associated with it. And the number tells traders something about how the option moves or the risk associated with that option. So I mean, the primary Greeks are calculated um, each as a first partial derivative of the option's pricing. So I mean, for instance, for instance, this includes the Black-Scholes model. All right. and this number or value associated with the Greeks will change over time. So basically a, a sophisticated option trader will calculate these values daily to assess if any changes uh, are made and what and how they'll affect their uh, position. All right. Or check or to see if their portfolio needs to be like rebalanced or something like that. All right. So basically we're going to go over each uh, of the Greeks now starting with uh, Delta. All right, and Delta, you know, measures the rate of change between an option's price and a $1 change in the underlying assets price. 
So basically, it's like a price sensitivity. Yeah. It's measuring. And so say, like, the underlying asset goes up $1. All right. Delta will tell you, like, say Delta's 0.5. That means if the underlying asset goes up one dollar, Delta, um, your options contract, yeah, your contract yeah. will go up 0.5. Yes. So I mean, um, Delta of a call option has a range between zero and one, while the Delta of a put option has a range between zero and negative one. So basically, that goes along with what you're saying. But it's always between zero and one or zero and negative one. Exactly. And when I'm saying 0.5, it's 50 cents. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving right along to theta. Theta represents the rate of change between the options price and time. So this is the time sensitivity. All right. And it will indicate the amount an options price would, you know, decrease as time to expiration decreases. Yeah. A lot of people call this time decay. So if you're watching videos and it's called that, just know it's the same thing as theta. Yeah, so basically, like, if you're on a long option and the theta is negative 0.5, all right, the option price will decrease by 50 cents every day that goes along. Yeah. All right. So as you're getting closer to the expiration date, your contract is becoming worth less. Yeah, and that's because there's less time for your option to go into the money. Yeah. So basically, like, all things being equal, if a few days pass, like three days, and your theta is negative 0.5, you would pretty much, your options contract would decrease by $1.50. Yeah. All things being equal, all right? So gamma is our next uh, Greek. Gamma represents the rate of change between an options delta and the underlying assets price. This is called a second order price sensitivity. So gamma indicates the amount the delta would change, giving a $1 move in the underlying security. Yeah, so basically, if you're on a long call option again, and it has a delta of 0.5 and a gamma of 0.1, all right, and the, the underlying asset increases by a dollar, all right, the call options delta will then increase by 0.1 yeah so it's kind of like moving the gamma is moving the is measuring the how much delta will move per each dollar yeah it's kind of like it's not that confusing no you just gotta like once you think about it through all the way you'll understand it for the rest of the time yeah exactly i mean yeah it's pretty simple all right now moving on to vega Vega represents the rate of change between the option's value and the underlying asset's implied volatility. All right, and this is the option's sensitivity to volatility. All right, so Vega will indicate the amount an option's price changes given a one percent change in implied volatility. So, for example, an option with a Vega of, you know, 0.1 will indicate that the options value is expected to change by 10 cents if the implied volatility changes by 1%. Yeah, I mean, this is this is definitely uh, an important, uh, you know, Greek to look out for because, it's, and you also want to keep an eye out for implied volatility. I know we talked about this before. Um, you know, this is all super important because all, the, all these play a big role in the pricing 
of options. Yeah, and just to go over implied volatility real quick. So implied volatility is the metric that captures the market's view of the likelihood, you know, that um, of the likelihood of a change in a given securities price. Yeah, and this. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's basically like the how the market is viewing this this contract. How the market's viewing like what what the future move of yeah the stock will do. Exactly. All right. So the next one is called row. So row represents the rate of change between an option's value and a one percent change in the interest rate. This measures sensitivity to the interest rate. So I mean, do you want to give the example, Sean? Yeah. So we're we're doing a call option again, and there's a row of 0 0.05, all right, and a price of a dollar twenty-five. So if the interest rate rises by one percent, all right, there's that one percent change again. What's going to happen? The price of a dollar twenty-five is going to increase by five cents. Yeah. All right. So all else being equal, everything else stays the same. Just the the interest rate changes by 1%, that uh, call option is going to be worth $0.05 cents more. Yeah, and the opposite is true for put options, of course, too. Yeah. So th these are the five major Greeks. All right. There's other minor Greeks that really aren't discussed as much. Yeah. All right. And like, if you really are looking to get into it more, you can go out and, you know, learn these things. And like they're really used for like pricing models and effects and will affect things such as like a change in delta with a change in gamma. Mm, like yeah. all these different changes happening together. They're second or third derivatives of the pricing model. Exactly. So that's why these like they're just so much more intricate I wanna say. Yeah. And kind of but like these five are the main ones that everyone uses to, um, you know, really understand the risk. The risk, the involved. pricing, how you can make money. Say, like, you think implied volatility is, you know, on the wrong end. Uh, you can make money off of that just by the move in implied volatility. Even if the stock price moves the opposite way you want it to, you know, you can still make money on a trade, which is, like, insane. Yeah. I mean, it goes over, like interest rate sensitivity, um, time sensitivity, yeah. which are all big factors when you're dealing with expiration dates yeah. and, you know, limited amount of time. Yeah, exactly. All right. So that's really all for this episode. Next week, we're going to be talking about, you know, bullish strategies, bearish strategies, you know, neutral strategies, all these different types of strategies of options in depth in depth oh yeah all right so yeah we'll be going over pretty much the most probably the most basic ones for you guys to get started and then you know once you start understanding these basic strategies, you know, strategies that you can implement you can start building other ones on top of that yeah and really starting to just take over and the important thing is to know when to use each of these strategies and you know it's really important that you guys have watched the previous episodes and this episode before you watch the next episode because we're going to be using all this knowledge to build on to the next episode. Exactly. So thank you guys for listening. Again, just want to stress this again. Please share with a family member, a coworker, 
Just one person. That's all we ask. Somebody. All right. Um, we really appreciate all the love and support you guys give to us. So, thank you. Thanks. You guys can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, check out the blog. Check out the blog, yeah. Bearreviews.blog. Pretty tough. All right. Um, anything else? I think that's it, Sean. All right. And we're, we're going to do a poll on our Instagram, you know. Do you guys think we should be doing, start a new series called Real Talk with Sean and Chris? Yeah. All right. It'll be kind of like where we just, you know, go in depth in like some like interesting topics. And you guys can we, choose the topics, but it's uh, starting off, it's probably going to be topics that we find interesting that we just want to share. You know? Yeah, we'll just go over our thoughts and views and opinions on things and share some facts. Yeah, because I mean, this this whole series, the whole bear reviews thing right now that we're doing, it's more fact-based. And uh, we think that it might be interesting to give some of our opinions and perspectives on things. Yeah, just on different random topics. So, not necessarily all business, but be covering a, a variety of different topics. Yeah. So, let us know what you do. We'll be doing a poll on our Instagram. So, definitely uh, vote if you are interested in hearing any of that. And that's all for this episode, and we will catch you next time. Thanks for listening to Bear Reviews.